What up, everybody? We're back. Liga MX is only a few days away. Our beloved team, Tigres, is uh, starting the season off with Cruz Azul, and I got some friends here to discuss the state of the team and what we got going around it and the upcoming game against Cruz Azul. What's up, Luis? How are you doing? Hey, doing well, man. Looking forward to the start of the season. Let's let's get off to a good start against uh, Cruz Azul. That's been kind of a bitter rival lately, so it's uh, it's going to be a great start to the season. Absolutely. We got to figure out a way to figure those guys out. We haven't been really as successful as we should with uh, our recent decade that we had. Uh, Sean, how you doing, my friend? How's everything Very going? Well, Arnold. It's uh, really, really good to see you, buddy. Absolutely. Good to have you back, man. Ready for these exciting takes and hot takes you got. And lastly, we got Josue. Josue, you're on the road, bro. Where are you going? I'm on my way to Rawlings, Wyoming. Um, about maybe 40 minutes out from Colorado Springs where I'm going to be staying the night. Well, thank you for coming on, man, and uh, talking some Tigres while you're on the road. Hopefully this uh, makes the drive a lot more pleasant. Yeah, it always does. Absolutely. So let's start off with uh, the hot topic that, you know, we got going around. Luis Quinones separated from the squad, trained with the U-20. Saw today on Twitter that he's finally rejoining the team and it's going to be available. Um, Sean, want to get your thoughts on it. What do you think about the whole situation? Who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? Are you aware that, you know, he's asking for more money? Yeah, I saw the rumor that he said something along the lines of I should be paid similarly to Flo and, and Gignac, which is, you know, laughable based on his performances. But, um, you know, let me let me know when he wins a <laughs> wins a scoring t- scoring title for a tournament or something. But, uh, you know, he, he certainly should be paid well, uh, you know, foreign national coming to the team, important part of, of what we do and the, the team structure out on the wing. I mean, it's not like we have somebody who's instantly ready to replace him for the full 90 minutes that he can give us when, because we all agree, I think that when, when you get good Quinones, he's amongst the best wingers that you can find. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. It's not the distraction you want a week before the season starts, but you know, sometimes it is what it is. And as you know, who, who, who doesn't want to get paid more for their work, I suppose, you know, so I can't fault him for that. No. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, there's better time, better timing to try and do that you know we've had how many months since the season ended in a fashion that we all were you know disappointed by and uh you know there was plenty of time for hey i'd like a contract renegotiation potentially to to bring that issue up and instead we're dealing with it now at a time you know which is less than ideal for trying to build positive momentum into the season yeah and we sure need that Lewis, he shared uh, some numbers on an Instagram story from through the end, and it mentioned the amount of gains, the amount of assists and contribution and goals that he had made with Tigres, and now he's available. What's your take? Do we use him? Is he? Uh, you saw the game in uh, Austin. I was there as well. Um, you saw Jefferson Soteldo play. So, do you use him? Do you, you know, on the bench starting, or do you still, you know, relegate him to the tribuna? I think Sean hit the nail on the head when he said it's a distraction uh, and we can't afford any distractions right now. We've lost a lot of key players. Uh, Our back line needs a lot of work. And then we have Quinones acting up. Uh, He posted numbers and he's, he's got really good numbers. I think he's nearing 50 assists with the club, which is spectacular. 
Uh, so when he's when he's on fire, he's great. Uh, but if he's not fully committed, I'd rather go with a guy like Soteldo or even Fulgencio um, to replace him because we just can't afford to have any distraction, locker room drama, uh, split locker room, one guy supporting the manager, one guy supporting the player. Uh, so if he can't get his act together, I, I'd rather see somebody else in that spot. Yeah. Josue, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I, I believe that uh, Quinones was wrong. I feel like he should have uh, had that conversation when, if he was a candidate to have his uh, contract ex extended, that would have been the time to, to negotiate that. Which was a year at ago. At the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, a year ago when he signed, he agreed to his price. So, yeah, his performance, it's irregular. Yeah, like you guys say, you know, when when he's on fire, he's he's on the money. He's always sending assists, but then you, you get those lapses of three, four games where he can't connect with anyone. Yeah. So, and I feel like. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I just feel like it was just improper timing before the, the season starts. You know, like you guys are saying, it's just a distraction. We, we can't afford that right before the, the beginning of the season. And so it kind of goes with how almost the season ended and how we ended up losing our season. A lot of indiscipline, a lot of distraction with the coaching staff. Now it's moved on to the players. During the offseason, Carioca and Pizarro both came out criticizing essentially Pio Correra's system uh, in their own way and fashion. Carioca, very straightforward. Hey, we need more balance on the team. And I think Pizarro pointed out that it wasn't individualities. It was more uh, based on the system. So it just kind of seems that the team is not at peace or at ease as we were a year ago when he first arrived. And even at the end of the six months with his first season where we lost to Leon in the semis, there's a lot more... Uh, optimism going into the season and now with this distraction and the lack of players coming in which is very bizarre I don't expect much from Thigadis as opposed to six months ago even a year ago now so wanted to go a little bit about that and yeah, but I kind of piggyback on that is is you look at where those lines are drawn right too it's it's Guido it's Carioca it's Quinones. Like you're talking about old vets that are used to that old Tuca system. So you worry about a fracture in the locker room between guys that might be more Piojo guys versus kind of that old guard, the championship pedigree guard. You know, you, you, th that's kind of my biggest concern with all of this is, is losing, you know, half the locker room over, you know, coaching personality issues. And that's why the Duenas departure, I think it was, Perfect scary. timing. I mean, it's scary, but it's perfect timing, man. I think that it's a time that we have to move on, like, because I think you're right. I think there's a lot of tension in the locker room. What do you think, Lewis, with the departure of Duenas and, you know, what's the state of the team? What do you think might be the, the, the source of all this? Yeah, you have you have several guys, at least four guys that are veterans and not only veterans in, in the sense of age, but in experience in in coaching. Uh, Uwayala, for example, is a guy who's who's got a coaching license already. Uh, and a lot of these guys already have a set system that they like to play. And so I think there's a lot of uh, give and take going on right now between them, the leaders of the club and and Piojo. And honestly, I, I kind of want to side with the players on that because Piojo wants to play that Liverpool, 
high press, uh, you know, run all over the field for 90 minutes when we have players that are above 30 and can't run for 90 minutes. And even if they did, you can't sustain it for an entire season. You'll start seeing injuries. You start seeing guys going down and we're already having an extremely depleted squad. And so I think when they say that they want to be more balanced is they want to play a little more possession based ball. And I don't blame them because I think that's more sustainable over the long run across across a full season. And then you're also playing CONCACAF Champions League, which that's the second season you'll be playing. So I think I want to side with them that we do need to be more balanced. And the thing that concerns me and I want to ask you, Josue, is the almost pushing the narrative of the uh, Cantera, you know, the youth development, like. He's, do you think he's hiding behind that, Josue uh, Piojo is? Do you think he's using that as a, his history as a past coach that, you know, he's been, you know, allowing players who, are, you know, come from the youth squads to play and give him minutes and then basically develop him? Do you think he's hiding and that's his excuse to if anything goes bad? Like, well, hey, I give him a chance to play. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's what he's doing because if you think back on this last decade, a lot of our key players have been major signings, whether it's in the back line, midfield, up top, or Nahuel, you know, back in 2015, you know, it's been key signings through these last 10 years with Duca. And you're not going to, you neglected the whole youth academy for 10 years. And now in, in the course of 12 months, you want to be able to bring out players from the youth academy. It's not going to work. And I think, like you say, it's just it's just a blanket that's covered up on the on maybe internal problems or, or something that's going on internally in the locker room because I just don't see how you're going to come out with a golden ticket when you've neglected the youth for 10 years. Yeah, good point. And going into the season, and that's one of the things that also is, is a concern is the board, man. Like, what is Sancho doing, Luis? Like, you know, you we've probably, you know, one of Josue's favorite players from the podcast, great player, but as a board member, he's a sporting director. He hasn't really been crucial in any of the signings from the past because those were all Miguel and Garza. Alejandro Rodriguez and Tuca. And so I'm questioning, like, what is this guy doing? What is Culebro's job? You know, what is his actual job in this, you know, uh, structure of business that they have going on at Tigres? Because the lack of additions and preparations to scout or have players come in cannot be faulted to, hey, if we're waiting on Charlie Gonzalez to sell. There has to be some sort of plan to seeing the possible exits of, of uh, players. This whole Duenas thing, you know, he renovated his contract six months ago and now he decided to leave. Obviously, I think, you know, there's other reasons he wanted to leave, got a bigger paycheck, yada, yada. But there doesn't seem like there's some sense of preparation as moving forward. And if there is, it's not what I expected. And I know a lot of fans expected based on the change of guard that was supposed to happen and with the, a more exciting and more, inclusive with the fan base and to reinforce your point i think you look at the signings from last year have been disappointing you know with lishnovsky really being ho-hum 
Uh, I've seen one game of him, but Tercero doesn't appear to be an answer on the back line over anybody that's already starting on a return deal. Yeah, you know, he had a lot of energy though, dude. He 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 he. I was down with the 15 minutes he played because I was like, man, he's moving faster than anybody. Ugayala man on that game against uh, Santos. I was worried he was going to break a knee on a turn, man. Just playing out of the back easily. He does not look very good in person, man. I'll tell you that. So, but I did like him, but go ahead. Sorry for interrupting. I wanted to point that out. No, I mean, he, so my, my contention would be, I thought it was more spastic. Like, yeah. whereas you like the energy, I thought he was a little more spastic than I like yeah. on a back line. Uh, you yeah. know, so, to, you know, beauty in the eye of the beholder situation, I suppose. We'll hopefully get more results out of him because Lord knows we need all the help we can get on the back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at Cordova, right? It's like, hey, Cordova is the big deal. We're trading, you know, caddy killer for him. You know, here he comes from America, you know, nice and young and interjection in the midfield. And he's been a disappointment. Soteldo couldn't stay healthy for most of that first chunk of the season last year. Not in shape. Yep. You know, and when he, when he's on the game, he's impactful, but it's not a full night. He's not a player capable of making a full 90 minute impact, you know? Uh, And so it's just, yeah, I I would agree with your disappointment in in kind of the general manager, you know, equivalent for American sports uh, of, you know, the Tigres operations right now, you know, the, the coaching certainly leaves, plenty to be desired along with it but the front office isn't pulling their weight either do you think Louis? do you think it's a financial crisis we're, we're going through and we're not you know as it's as transparent as the, we would like it to be that's the that's the big money question i think that's what everybody is starting to think that we don't have the funds but it's at the same time, it's hard to justify not having funds because you've already sold Charlie Gonzalez. You've, you've sold several pieces and made money off of that, and you could have gone and replaced them with the money you made by selling those players. Um, it's just been a disappointment overall because the message has been all over the place. Uh, you, you had Piojo saying we want to use the, you know, the youth system. We want to use youth players moving forward. Uh, we don't need any center backs. We don't need any people in the back line. And then just recently, he, he changed his, his tune and said, no, we do need somebody from in the back. Uh, and so I, I, there's really poor communication between club president, sporting director, uh, coach, and the fans. Uh, and I think they just need to sit down, let the fan base know what's going on, be more more direct as far as what they want to do and then make good decisions. I think it's, it's going to backfire on them. Not went after any center backs this season because you lost Duenas, you lost Chaka to injury. Uh, you got an aging Guayala. Uh, Diego Reyes could potentially still leave. So now you're left with Purata left. So now you're, you're left with pretty much nobody to cover the back. Mm-mm. And so it's just, it looks like they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Honestly, like in, in that sense, I miss Miguel Angel Garza, Alejandro Rodriguez, Tuca. It seems like they had more, they were better at doing this, bringing organized. in players, bringing yeah. in talent, exactly more organized. Yeah, I, I'm just disappointed with the lack of bringing players in. And so I, you know, I watched the game in, uh, against Santos. I missed the second game uh, when they played, I believe, at Juarez. Juarez, yeah. I just kind of caught up on Twitter. So, I just didn't, based on the game that I saw in San, in San Antonio, I, I just, we're rolling with it. Like, there's really not, nothing, nothing's going to change from what I saw. We're going to, you know, try to attack and 
hope that we have some great creation. Nico Lopez had a great play in that game that uh, Tuan did or Florian didn't finish. And other than that, there is not a lot of sequence of passing between the, the mid and, and the, the forwards. Aquino, you know, gave you his performance of going up and down, hassling and defender, but it just doesn't seem that there is going to be a change in the way that we play. And with the lack of team uh, players coming in, I believe that we're not even a top four team uh, heading into the season roster wise or, you know, talent wise. It's interesting that you say that too, because my experience since I've kind of joined into the Tigres fandom has been nothing but, you know, at least a, a firm belief and or if not pure optimism in the team of like, Hey, yeah. we can do this. We at least have, you know, the, the bones are there to, to have a title winning team. Even if you, you know, <laughs> you, know you, you may need, you feel like you need some tweaks, you need some breaks, but at least, you know, there's, if you got a star striker and you got a solid goalie and you got some guys in the midfield, you at least got a chance that you, and they're just, our guys are old now. It, it sucks to say, and it sucks to have to face reality, but you know, Guido's lost a step. Aquino's lost a step. They're, you know, early thirties, which isn't old in old terms, but it's definitely old for, you know, sporting terms. And so, especially you know, with the way that soccer has evolved now, mm -hmm. like you, you gotta, you gotta play a lot different and a lot of players are quicker and faster and got more pace. So it doesn't really help as you're yeah. saying. That's, that's how I know we don't have a plan as with the front office aging squad and they decided to bring in a coach who likes to play high press when you were with the coach that liked to play possession base that was a lot slower more methodical you know I think they should have brought in a more balanced coach mm -hmm. uh, instead they decided to go with the coach that was gonna you know pursue the high press and you just don't Deciding. have the the personnel for it you know and that's part of planning that's that's part of being organized dude I think Pumas has a better roster than we do have you looked at the, well, all the acquisitions they made? I mean, that might be a little exaggerating, but I mean, I don't think they're far behind us. I, I think Toluca got really good. Uh, Juarez, I think America. I think America is very good. America, Juarez, bro. Juarez got Talavera. Just to start off, a keeper. They needed a keeper. Talavera, uh, Duenas, um, Darwin Machis, they brought from Spain. So, like, all, everybody got better. I don't no reason to think Atlas won't be good again. Atlas brought in Edison Flores from yep. the DC nope. United, and he no reason to think they won't be great again. So you know, shop, dude. And we see our squad, and I'm just like Gignac, hell yeah, Nahuel, hell yeah, Pizarro. I mean, I'm here for you because all the energy, leadership, everything he brings. And then you start going, okay, am I gonna get Florian healthy? Is Vigon not gonna lose a step towards the end of the season? And kind of, you know fall out of place is Piojo going to insist on trying to give Cordova playing time and not play the back line at three, which is a safer bet. Like I just don't see the team to excite me about a potential championship. If we get to quarterfinals, I think we're, we're, we're good. If sem semis were lucky. I think it also yeah. goes back to the organization because before uh, Piojo came along, we had two or three, key players per position and they were either in the bench or they were out in the tribuna but he had the death and now we don't even feel comfortable with our back line much less have two or three players to back them up yeah and i think that's where this whole uncertainty comes in is that 
we don't we don't have that confidence in the squad because we don't have that depth any longer. Yeah. And so we're running out of time for a recording, so I want to end on uh, this last thing lineup. We got Cruz Azul obviously on Saturday at home. Uh, obviously faced them in the quarterfinals and advanced with the tie on the seating of the tournament. So what do we expect? What do we think we're rolling with? What lineup is he using? And what are we expecting about the match? As much as Piojo wants to do a 4-2-3-1, I think he's going to have no choice but play a 5-4-1 instead. Play with wing backs, three, three center backs. If I was If I was starting today, I would be doing... Aquino, you can't start now. Uh, Nahuel's out, so it'll be Ortega at the back. Oh, Aquino good. as a right wing back. Ayala, Pizarro, Angulo, and then probably Venegas or Fulgencio as a left back. Mm -hmm. And then Bigon, Carioca in the middle. And then uh, I would say right now, Soteldo and Tovan as your wingers. And Gignac up the top. Yeah. And then Nico coming in, giving you a boost off the bench. But there's just not a lot to play with right now. Dude, We're a few injuries away from playing with the youth, with the youth squad for real. Dude, just even hearing that lineup, I'm just like, what happened? We time traveled. What what happened? So hearing those five at the back and hearing that you have to either play Fulgencio or Venegas in a starting eleven on this team makes me then say I, I i'm gonna go differently i'm only playing four at the back because i'm gonna put my best 11 on <laughs> one way or the other uh i'll take angulo and aquino left and right i'll take uh ayala and lishnowski in the center i'll take uh vigon and carioca my two center holders give me cordova in the middle with nico and uh Tavon on the wings and Gignac up top with Sotelo as my as my off the bench spark, along with Fulgencio. They'll take the spots on the wings of, of Flo and, and Nico at about 60, bad. 65, 70 minutes. And then that gives you uh Venegas as as a take Ayala spot on the on the back line. Cool, cool, cool. Josue. And just like you guys are saying, you know, there's there's not much depth going on right now. And it's like any lineup we we put out there, it's going to be nerve wracking because like you guys are saying, we're, we're one injury away. We're one bad play, one bad call, one red card at the beginning of the season that I would not discard at the moment because it feels like the team's so broken and the system that they're trying to play, you know, it, it's just not matching up with the age that, that we have. And, I just feel it's, it's going to be a rough start, but I think we'll we'll progressively get better. And with Cruz Azul playing the way they did with Atlas, you know, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I think I think I'm more along the lines of Sean. I think I, I would love to play for them to play three in the back, but I don't think he's going to. I think he's going um, Aquino on the right. I think he's going Angulo. Ayala, Lichnowski, like Sean said, uh, Bigon and Carioca, Tuvan, Nico, Gignac, Soteldo. 
So that's interesting, Arnaldo. Me and you both forgot Guido. So would you replace Lushnovsky with Guido in a lineup? Oh, shit. Shit. No, no, no. I take that back. I am so sorry. Damn, I am. No, I'm not leaving that guy on the bench. Yeah, me either. I, 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 no. I would replace, uh, in thinking about it, I would replace Lichnovsky in mind with Guido on the back. I was just about to call yeah. you guys out for putting Lichnovsky in the starting lineup when you got. Dude, he's Guido sold there. on him, though. He is sold on him. Piojo likes him. He I don't likes know if you him. saw that Santos game, but man, he was leaving a ton of space behind Dude, him. I thought of you when you made the comment when he he attacked the ball like first it was out of place. He was he was on the right closer to the right side of the like, field, right. and he and he went towards the left side to try to stop it with his chest, and it just the ball kinda, bounced like thirty yards. Like, hey, bro, what is going on? Like, dude was just so out of place. He was sloppy. But I want to do say. Uh, just as we exit, Florian Tuban is the real deal, bro. Oh, yeah. I think that oh, yeah. if he's healthy, dude, he was that whole first half, he was like 10 feet away from me, maybe even 15 feet away from me. And he was balling like the control he has on the ball. He was looking to be participating. His passes, yeah. his passes across the field. Yeah. It, it, he was phenomenal. I mean, I don't know if a lot of people noticed it because he didn't score, he didn't get any assists, but he just looked a step faster than everybody yeah, and his his touches were perfect i mean he looked great out there i'd like to see fulgencio get some run after he looked good in those exhibition games too he did he did look good i also thought Venegas looked good um i don't think he, he was as bad he's just he doesn't have a true position he played in the middle when he was younger and i think his physique as far as like the pace that he can have i don't think he has it and to you know run up and down the left flank to be a winger or a left back so you kind of get, you know, some strengths with it. You get better passing, some good crossing, but you're going to, you know, he's not going to be as good of a defender. But, man, great combo, guys. I've been wanting to talk about that for a while. Uh, we got about a minute left. And the last thing, last thing, because I just thought about it, do we like the jerseys? I like oh, the away question. <laughs> you like the away one, Josue? Yeah, the, the home jersey looks like uh... – Redos for past seasons. Yeah, it, it's, it reminds me of the 2017 one they, uh, against the Rayados Championship with the Franja. Yeah, but yeah, that one. It it is simple though. I do like the simplicity of it, but the damn patrocinadores and the sponsorships just make it. The bitso at the much. bottom is killing it. Uh, it John, looks like shit. They took the stars away, and there's no yellow on the away. There's my. You like the stars. Here. They're crap. It's a you, crap jersey all around. You like the stars on the jersey? Gotta have the stars. Celebrate your championships. Other people don't got them. Oh, man. I, don't know. I, li- I like the logo, bro. The clean. I'm yeah. kind of with Sean. I do like the stars, man. I like having the stars on, we need the, more. on the shield. We need more. That's why I'm pissed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm a star I'm collector. I want more on those. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for your time. Tigres against Cruz Azul on Saturday. Hopefully we get a dub, but don't expect too much. Maybe a tie. It's probably what's going to happen. Thank you guys once again. Catch us on Twitter. Arriba la U.